Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Devin Leary. Carolina Barlow is again not with us. Um, she's kind of a, a deadbeat co-host at this point and... I'm going to deal with that trauma in therapy, but luckily we have a necessary expert guest this week. We have writer, comedian, and Vanderpump Rules aficionado, Hallie Hagland with us. Welcome, Hallie. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, we have been in a Vanderpump Rules group chat for many years, and I have never, I have never been so um, emotionally dependent on a group chat in my life as I have on that chat in the past. Has it been a week? It feels like it's been a lifetime, but I guess it's only been a week. A, a week today, you know, a, a week, week today, today since since the news broke. Yeah, I mean, Ariana has been dealing with this for more than a week, but you know. <laughs> No, it's just a lot. I mean, I was also thinking about how today is the three-year anniversary of the COVID shutdown. So it's just like, we're, what a our day. bodies, our bodies are feeling things that we don't, that we're not even conscious of. Yeah, and it's also International Women's Day amidst all this. Oh my God! <laughs> what what is happening? The was, world is falling apart. I was dying at. I think Kristen Dowdy posted. A, a picture of her and Ariana and Sheena and all the girls hashtag international <laughs> women's day. And it was just, you know, we know. we don't get to choose our heroes sometimes just like we don't <laughs> get to choose our villains and it's tough. I was, that was what was making me think of in our chat. We were discussing like what I'm fantasizing. Um, some producer of Vanderpump does is just like, make a huge montage of like everyone who's yes. in that photo talking shit on Ariana. 
just like Lala being like, we're not even friends anymore. Like Dodie shitting on her, yeah. uh, you know, people calling her Boreana, mm. you know, and, uh, you know, juxtaposing that with everybody saying team Ariana, of course. I'm Team Ariana. I'm just saying. Of course, there's a of lot course. of a lot of fair weather friends right now. Well, it's also interesting because of the amount of people in the group that have also had affairs with married or otherwise betrothed people. Um, nobody's perfect. That being said, I would want nothing less from my Vanderpump stars than for them to all pretend that they're perfect in this moment and pretend that they are on the moral high ground. They love to like galvanize against one person. And I, I think that's like healing for us right now. Although I understand, I guess in Raquel's statement, she said she's received threats. And of course, of course we don't condone that, but, um, I've like, I've gone, through a lot of emotional gymnastics in the past week, trying to like find a way into sympathizing with Raquel. Yes. yes. Like you just, yeah, other people have done it, but like that doesn't make it better. Okay. And this whole idea of like, she's young or she was vulnerable. Like she's 29 years old. Okay. Like you don't get to say that anymore when you're 29. Uh, she's, she's a grown woman. Okay. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of reminds me of like the Claire Danes, apology i mean that's an adult yeah and even even if it wasn't like i don't know i rem i was talking recently about that claire danes thing like uh mary louise parker wrote an essay about the experience of being i think she was like seven or eight months pregnant when billy crudup left her for claire danes who was like 24 or 25 and i guess claire danes's experience was that she was young and got like wrapped up by this charismatic person okay that doesn't mean it wasn't completely devastating to a seven or eight month pregnant woman. So I cannot even fathom that. Okay. When I was thinking about this the other day, I like Googled things people have accomplished at 28. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone when he was 28. Like if you can invent the fucking telephone. You don't get to be like, Sorry, I, I'm too immature to yeah. realize that I can't have sex with my best friend's boyfriend. And let's while be real. I'm sleeping in their guest house. Let's be real, too. Most of our parents, I think most people's parents of my generation had multiple kids by this time. Like, Remember, there was that show 30 something that was supposed to be about like, these are old people like, this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and. Well, okay, so let, let's state the basic facts. For anyone who doesn't know about this, I think that's incredible. You must have been on a silent yoga retreat somewhere. Or in a coma. Or in like war. just woke up. At battle. Um, <laughs> even at battle, I feel like someone... Uh, oh, they're even talking if, about this. If D-Day was happening right now in Normandy, they would be like, wait, did, do you think Sheena punched Raquel or do you think that that's a lie? Um, I think that they, like... Ukraine and Russia like had a ceasefire last oh, yeah. Friday. Just I know, I'm to, like, like, if there was a war, if there was a war happening right now, <laughs> if there was strife in the world right now, which there's not. The only strife is on Bravo. <laughs> is in West Hollywood of all places. Okay. So on Friday, March 3rd, one week ago today, TMZ broke an article that would really alter all of our lives. And that article was that Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox have 
officially broken up because of allegations that he cheated on her with co-star and friend Raquel Levis. And this was amidst a storyline on the current season of Vanderpump Rules where Katie and Tom Schwartz are Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz are recently divorced, but there's still, of course, feelings. And she's kind of upset because Sheena is trying to set up Raquel with Tom Schwartz, who is single, but it still violates girl code because it's like, okay, why don't like they don't want to hook up with people within the friend group or whatever. And so that's happening. And it's like also marriage, you know, it's not like marriage. They They were married. They were they were like family. I think Katie it, said it, that she did. Yes. It's like, yeah, they're so deeply like intertwined and they all work together and it's just whatever. And and there's so many men in the world. Why the Toms? Why are there only two Toms in Raquel's line of sight? So amidst the short storyline, we hear that, in fact, the other Tom, Tom Sandoval, cheated on Ariana, his domestic partner of many years. They own a house together. There's some sort of crazy financial situation going on there that I didn't. Lisa was like, I can't believe Ariana doesn't understand her financial situation with the house. I was like, I don't even understand how to do my taxes. And so I don't know how I would understand that. It's something about he like leveraged the house against his restaurant or something. So like if the restaurant fails, then I don't know. know, Don't ask me. I should know all this uh, stuff about homeownership i don't know shit either it's so dark because i mean for seasons tom schwartz and tom sandoval were talking about owning a bar or restaurant and it was kind of like these clowns they think they can do that and then they did but the details are exactly what you would expect them to be it's like tom sandoval borrowed hundreds of thousands of dollars of money from his family to open this restaurant and now he's also throwing money in the toilet by paying singers and band members to do covers of 80s songs for his new project, which is Tom Sandoval and the most extras like how and why. But Tom Sandoval and the most extras is very key to this story because apparently Raquel was going to every single show of Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Ariana only went to a couple but at one of the shows that Ariana went to, she found in Tom's phone a video of Tom having FaceTime sex with Raquel. And that's how this all came to light. And she apparently sent the video or it was alleged that she sent the video to Sheena, who was currently with Raquel Levis at Watch What Happens Live. Then Raquel alleges that Sheena punched her in the face and said she would do it again because she can't believe that Raquel violated the trust of Sheena's quote unquote best friend, Ariana. But now Sheena says that's not true. And it's, the I want to believe it's all, true. I want to believe I, it's true. I, I mean, I think whatever happened and we've said this on the text thread, like this is the best Sheena has ever come yes. out looking because yes. she does seem like an actual real friend. And when you think about it, she's always like kept her friend almost always kept her friendship with Ariana, like out of the drama of Vanderpump. There was the one time, remember, when she was like texting with Ariana's mom way back and was like, Ariana has totally changed now that she's dating Sandoval. Sandoval, like, uh, you know, like uh, is a really bad influence on her. But in retrospect, Ariana is like sitting pretty on that one. She was she was right. But all to say, it makes Sheena seem like a genuinely loyal friend. Uh, yeah, 
because like we don't know exactly what happened, but it seems very clear that she like at least got super pissed off at Raquel. I agree. I also think it's like very do you think there's this murkiness about like did Ariana send Raquel the video? I think that that's like not Ariana's style. I kind of think she wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like the way some people reported it, it was like she called up Raquel and was like crying and asked it, asking her to like explain it to her. And like that, that tracks more, that tracks that more. That seems more Ariana than like sending her the video. She, I definitely don't think she sent it to a bunch of other people on the show. Like Raquel is concerned about. I think that if I were in that position of being at my boyfriend's eighties cover band concert, blank and the most extras and i see the video of him facetime sexing with one of my friends i know i would send that video out and i would enact revenge in that moment but i'm i'm currently doing a therapy workbook that tells me i have an aggressive personality type as opposed to a passive personality type and i feel like ariana has more the passive personality type so i don't think she would act the way i would like i can see myself engaging in damage and harm that will alter many people's lives for the foreseeable future (laughs) in that moment. But I don't know that Ariana would. And like, I'm also, I have so many questions about why it happened at the show. Like was there building suspicion? And then they were in the green room. I'm picturing them like in the green room and he there's building suspicion, building suspicion. Why is Raquel at the show again? She comes to every show. What's with the lightning bolt necklace. Where'd you get that? When did you go to Claire's? And then he goes to the bathroom and she checks his phone and sees that. I don't know. Okay. So apparently Kristen Doty has like made, I think she said like on a podcast or something, she's like made an, a statement about this because okay. apparently take this with a grain of salt. Cause you know, Kristen, that yeah. Kristen was at the show also. Okay. And that Ariana said, you know, they they do have a trusting relationship, but like Ariana just like had a sense that she Mm. had to check the phone that like he had left it in the green room or something. And then someone else gave it to her like, oh, Tom lost his phone. And she just like felt in her soul that she needed to look at it. I do know that feeling. I've never yeah. found what I was actually <laughs> looking for. Neither um, have I. But I definitely have found things that were nothing that I could somehow escalate into like having a huge fight with someone. Yeah. But uh, never have found uh, one of my close friends uh, masturbating with uh, my partner. It's yet. Yet. <laughs> it's listen, there's a world of possibility out there. And with if screen it can recording, to Ariana, it can happen know? to anyone. Yeah. Especially when you see, I mean, it's one of those things that it's like when M. Rada, when Emily Ratajkowski got cheated on, it was like, oh, it, it can happen to her. It can happen to anyone. It's like Ariana of all the of I think she's of course, she's succumbed a little bit to like the filler plastic surgery addiction that they all have. But she's still is to me like the most naturally beautiful one who like hasn't really given into that and she just seems like cool and normal and I feel like people who've met her have like confirmed that like I know Danny Pellegrino is like a Bravo fan podcaster and he like wrote a book with her and he's been staunchly like team Ariana she's cool she's normal um I know she like quote takes improv comedy very seriously <laughs> and that was cringe and she ha- she did do some cringe stuff in the beginning I feel like she was she was sort of like 
bewitched by Tom's douchiness in the beginning, but I like her. And I think, I think she's been like finding her way, you know, she's like they all, way. they all have, but like, I don't know. I feel like there a couple seasons ago, I remember it was on a reunion where she was like, it, it was very funny, but she said something to the effect of like, yeah, I hate myself. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm on reality television. And there was something about the acceptance of like, I know how stupid this all is that I, that, and then always after that, it seemed like she just, she doesn't create false drama, but it seems yeah. like she's way more self-aware than everybody else is about. I agree. Yeah. She's like the Bethany Frankel of Vanderpump. If Bethany Frankel smoked weed every day and had actually no entrepreneurial drive. I want true Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The video, the backstage of it all, the Sheena of it all. Again, Sheena, I mean, I've been going back and watching old seasons. It's very difficult to like Sheena. I just watched the girls trip for Stassi's birthday where Sheena the whole time was like, oh, sorry, like I'm on a diet. Like I can't drink. I'm on a diet. Sorry, I don't really want to go skinny dipping because like it's cold. Like, and it was just like, wait, you're so lame. And she also that season has like, I think that's when she's married to Shay and she like wants him to be sober, but also complains to him about how it's annoying for her that her husband has to be sober. Right. Um, it's like, why can't you just like have a have like a couple drinks like the rest of us? It's like, yeah, he's like an alcoholic and a drug addict. 
She's also throwing at one point she throws a surprise party for him. And he's like trying to get sober from a pill addiction, which is like very serious. Obviously, we've all seen those. What was that show um, on Hulu? Intervention. Oh. oh, well, we've all seen Intervention, but we've also seen like that Michael Keaton op- opioids show now. It's like, OK, that was actually Shay was a victim of the opioid epidemic. And meanwhile, Sheena threw him a surprise birthday party where there was a frozen margarita baby pool with straws like sticking out of it. So that was kind of the vibe. But I do find her most likable in my fantasy where she beats the shit out of Raquel as soon as she sees the video, like sees the video, doesn't even take a second to like ask Raquel about it, just goes Creed three the second she sees it. Yeah, especially because, you know, we don't always watch watch what happens live after Mm. the episode. But that particular last week, we just happened to be. We're like, you know what, let's we got Raquel, we got Sheena. Let's just see where that goes. So we saw it in real time and sort of like watching the camaraderie and like how close uh, Mm. Sheena and Raquel seemed. It was just really heartwarming to know that, like, once Sheena found out, she turned, she made such a quick turn, like in a matter of hours, because it doesn't seem fake. It seems like just loyal, like even this person who I'm, you know, willing to sit next to and who's like a new friend, but a close friend, like doesn't go far enough. Yes. Well, that's what I love about this too. Will you bring up the watch what happens live? And I've always loved being a part of the Bravo community because I've never been a part of any like, well, of course I've been a part of communities, but I just mean (laughs) like, I've never been like a sports fan or like a fan of like star Wars or like something where there's a fandom until Bravo. And the way the fandom has erupted and the way that this has become It's the only thing I can compare it to is like a true crime case where people are posting on Reddit like every every 11 minutes. There's a new post that's like, did anyone watch this episode of Watch What Happens Live where so and so was on and this comment was made like people are going back. People are like making theories. There's there's conspiracy theories brewing. People are like reading legal documents, including myself. It's really (laughs) something else. Well, yeah, a couple of days ago when we were on our, our text thread, I was saying how like I was starting to feel like a scandal truther. I was like, mm. like, could this really have happened? Um, <laughs> yeah. But then one of our chat members sent something and I was like, oh, yeah, it really so, happened. That's why it needs to be a group because you got to You got to pull each other out of the trance. Sometimes it's easy to be charmed by these studio city spray tanned, you know, charismatic former waiters and waitresses. It's easy to get wrapped up and convinced of things. And it's really hard. I mean, the mind games that go on within a season of Vanderpump Rules, there's so much lying and there's so much emotion. There's so much crying. And it's because of I know it's because of the amount of alcohol, but um, it's it's true chaos and it's hard to keep your grip on reality. Well, Uh, it's also very funny, I think, because I feel like there's been all of these like all these clips dug up about like so and so always knew because like here's so and so saying that Tom's an asshole or here's mm -hmm. so and so saying that Raquel is this. And it's like, isn't like 90 percent of this show like one cast member shitting on another cast member? Like inevitably the forces would have like aligned that they would have been shit talking. You know, it's just like not. It's a pretty easy uh, find to find one of them saying shitty things about like one of the other members, because like that's the whole engine of the show. 
So I, I don't think that that, yeah. Yeah, that's what I kind of love too about this whole, like the coming together. So basically in the wake of this news, it's like in The Last of Us when, you know, they find like a new building to go into and then it's like completely calm and silent. And you just know that like a mushroom zombie is about to awaken, claw itself out of whatever crevice it's been growing into. That's what's been happening with the whole cast, which, by the way, the whole cast that's been like canceled, like they've all had some sort of scandal that they were fired from the show and they're all being pulled back and they're all so excited. Like they're all doing Patreon specials, like making money off this. Like I'll give my podcast early if you pay. And I thought about paying for Sheena's shenanigans Shenanigans. podcast. (laughs) Shenanigans. The only reason I didn't buy Sheena's is because Recently, I paid for a a Patreon episode of a podcast that my ex-boyfriend was interviewed on, and now I can't figure out how to cancel it. So every week I get this like dumb comedians podcast and I'm like, I don't know how to stop paying for this horrible thing. I do, though, on the topic of celebrities, I do love thinking about Tom Sandoval knowing that Rihanna hates him is really it's a nice feeling. So. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So they've all they've all resurfaced. They've all got their special podcast. Kristen interviewed Essie Cup for. (laughs) Okay, so I did not understand that. I was like, I thought Essie Cup was interviewing her because I never listened to it. I just saw her teasing it. And I was like, what is what is going on? The clip that I saw was like or the one I listened to on TikTok was Kristen telling Essie Cup that last night, which was probably two nights ago because they all had to delay the editing of the podcast because Raquel Levis's lawyers reached out to them and they had, they all did a thing where they were like, um, I've had to edit my podcast. So it's coming out a few hours late today. Um, but basically it was her telling Essie cup of all people that she was at Ariana's house the night before. And, and they were all like rallying, listening to music. I'm sure like drinking so much Rose. And then Tom came home. Vanderpump Rose. Tom Sandoval came home, everyone freaked out. And Kristen describes herself as sort of the hero of the situation. She said that she was like, well, for me personally, like I'm, I'm so numb to Tom Sandoval. I spent years arguing with this guy. I don't, it just doesn't bother me anymore. So I, I sort of volunteered. She said, I volunteered myself as tribute to go speak to him. And she's like, but of course I had to bring a friend. Cause I knew that, you know, he would twist the story and say, I'm like, oh, you have no negative feelings towards him, but you had to bring a friend in case he twists the story about you. So, I mean, I, 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 I respect her in that. That in was that smart thinking, you know? Yeah, it, it was smart thinking to do that. I wouldn't think to do that. So I guess she said she went to speak to him and he said that legally he was allowed to be there because they both own the house. And then I didn't listen further, but it sounds drama. And I, I hope I hope there was filming. I feel like if there was a moment of Kristen like volunteering herself to go talk to Tom Sandoval, that had to have been filmed. Yeah. So fingers well, crossed. That's, OK, that's why I, that's why I had the brief like truther stint, because it was when they were talking about all of this stuff that the cast members allowed to be filmed. So I started doubting right after I heard that. Ariana had given the okay to film with her and Sandoval just days after this happened to like discuss their breakup because, you know, Ariana had already shut down her Instagram. It just felt Mm. very like not her. And then the fact that they also filmed apparently Sandoval's first uh, time seeing Raquel afterward. 
But then uh, I think the thing that that got sent out was about how um, he thought he looked so bad in the Raquel interaction that he wanted to reshoot it. And then I was like, mm, okay, okay, this real. is real. That yeah. checks out. Well, yeah. on Stassi's podcast, Straight Up with Stassi, that came out this week, I don't know how that podcast works. Like you said, it's confusing. And I only listen to clips on TikTok, but someone was on the podcast questioning her and said, people are saying this might be fake. It might be manufactured. And Stassi said, the best thing about Vanderpump Rules is that it's not manufactured at all. It's so real. That's why the last few seasons have been like boring because everyone's lives have become boring and everyone just lives in houses in Studio City and like nothing's been going on. But when stuff goes down, stuff goes down. And I do remember that there was like a retrospective on Vanderpump Rules that Bravo put out for some like anniversary of it or something. And they were talking about how in season one, when Jax cheated on Stassi and got the girl pregnant in Vegas, one of the producers was saying that they got this intel like from whatever Andy Cohen, I guess, or whoever was like, OK, so it turns out Jax just told Stassi that he had sex with a girl in Vegas and got her pregnant. And then Stassi reached out to the producers and said, come film at my apartment right now. And they were like, wait, what? And do you remember that scene where she's like getting wasted, like drinking champagne and like packing up the whole like all his stuff in their apartment? I guess the producers went there because she invited them and they were like, I can't believe she's letting us film this. And similarly, I just was rewatching the Faith and yeah. Brittany and Jack's thing. And it is kind of shocking. Like Brittany is sobbing, talking to her mom, saying like he cheated on me. She's throwing picture frames. The dog is scared and they're just they're, they're just filming that. And I feel like it's so second nature to them. Like they're just like, yeah, the cameras are here, I guess. I mean, it's sad that that chaos is is such a part of their lives, but yeah. But that was also Stassi made a, a good and very convincing point in that podcast, which was like Tom Sandoval would never agree to like a plot line that made him look right, bad. right, yeah. And it's true, you know. And he does say that his business is being affected by which. This is a question I, I've been dying to ask. So Tom Sandoval put out a statement. Raquel also put out a statement. Raquel's was more like, I'm going into therapy for codependency and and insecurity. And please, I know I'm not I'm a victim. Going, I'm going. I have a problem in that I enjoy being loved was her. Yes. Excuse. Yeah, she was like, I have male. I love male attention. I don't know why. I'm it like, it wasn't even male attention. It was just like, I like the feeling of being loved. I'm going to have to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so she put out that and it was like please stop the death threats like i'm really working on myself and i'm sorry and then sandoval's was like didn't even mention ariana but basically was like a sob story about how his businesses tom sandoval and the most extras and his restaurants which are tom tom and shorts and sandy's um are going to be affected by this and i wanted to ask you so I personally, when I lived in L.A., I, I went to Tom Tom. I saw Tom Schwartz. I went to Sir. I went to Pump. I went to Villa Blanca. And I was planning on going to Schwartz and Sandy's the first chance I got. But I wanted to ask you, would, would you now, as protest, would you boycott Schwartz and Sandy's and not go if given the opportunity? Or would you go? OK, I would go. Definitely. OK, OK. Uh, but I do have thoughts on this. I, I too, have made the rounds the uh, rounds of, yeah <laughs> and i would still go because like especially now now of especially all times, I would go. now yeah but 
I will say I was like, I think it is incredibly unfair and hypocritical to use your fame to to exploit your fame to like create these businesses mm-hmm. or, or to like, you know, uh, use your fame as like a, a bargaining chip to like draw in customers. But then the second that like you look bad and, mm-hmm. and have become infamous, be like, well, it's not about me. Like a lot of other people work here. And like, so you can't have it both ways. Like I, yes, I do understand totally. that other people work there, but like, it's not his place. Like the only reason why people come there is because of Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. So like, mm. you can't, you can't have it both ways. That's how I feel. I completely agree. And when I thought about it, I thought, yeah, I would, I would go to Schwartz and Sandy's <laughs> and yeah, I would go to Tom Sandoval and the most extras. And chant Ariana. And chant Ariana for yeah. sure. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like, this is their business. And and again, I can't blame Lala for putting out Send It to Daryl hoodies within moments of, of this video she put out where I guess Raquel, I don't really understand the Daryl thing. Is that Lala's lawyer's name? Yeah, I think so. So she was saying like Raquel needs to send her cease and desists to Daryl. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hate okay. the legal side of it because i'm like i if this affects as we discussed in the group chat if this affects the reunion i'm gonna be pissed off yeah i I don't i think they'll find a way around it you know they always seem to i I mean problem solvers yeah i feel like though we've spent a lot of time talking about sandoval and we've spent almost no time talking about raquel then she's the more interesting party you're right yeah because that's the big surprise like Tom, it's sort of fabulous to watch him fall after he's been such a self-righteous, you know, like get on a pedestal kind of character to everyone else about like being real and stuff. But it's not actually surprising because he's like always. Yes. But Raquel, it's it's not just her innocence. It's like her stupidity that makes it mind blowing that they could have pulled this all off for so long and and it gone unnoticed to like a whole crew filming them constantly, which makes me believe they must have like turned a blind eye if she was at, supposedly she was at every single one of his shows. Like if that's the, I, I mean, maybe the producers didn't want to go to any of his shows or only wanted to go to as few as possible because they didn't want to go to his shows, mm. which I get. But <laughs> it seems like you know what once you know it's so obvious it's so obvious and it's it's interesting because this was and and i think if if people were to review our group chat they would see that to quote tyra banks we were all rooting for raquel we really felt this was kind of presented to viewers as raquel's comeback season after the relationship with james and i think the relationship with james did make her seem like a victim a lot of the time because he is so drunk and British and awful and like vulgar. And she was always kind of the Bambi eyed, as Lala would say, bitch who didn't seem to know any better than to be with this like raging lunatic. And yeah, and she seemed so stupid and so naive, but then there, there are these fleeting moments. For example, one of the most recent episodes There was a moment in her testimonial where she was taking shots over and over again. 
And like, I totally get if if that was like a scene at the bar or at the most extra show, totally like they're she's taking multiple shots. OK, but sitting in alone in a confessional and think of that word, even confessional. OK, she's facing truth. She's facing having to give her perspective on a season that's full of lies for her. And she's having to take these repeated shots to even just get through it, which I think was a big risk. I mean, what if she got so drunk that she said the wrong thing? But there is just a darkness. And Lala says, because there was a story that that like they're going back and re-editing the episodes. But Lala has said that they haven't re-edited the episodes. It's just that we have a new perspective now. Really? Because because the last episode felt like, yeah, you just feel sick. It, to your does. Stomach. it does. It does feel like. But this is what I don't get, too. It's like I even even without all this like news, I don't understand Katie's feeling being, oh, well, it's not. Raquel's fault that she's flirting with shorts because she's so stupid. It's it must be Sheena who's making her do it. Like, I don't get that reaction. I mean, I get that reaction as of the beginning of this season because Raquel has seemed exceedingly stupid uh, yes. through every appearance she's ever made on this show. Uh, and so, like, I was... <laughs> I was talking to my husband and I was uh, like one of the I feel like one of my um, coping mechanisms or like one of the places that I go. You're talking about how you're like a very confrontational person and you would like blow it all down mm. or burn it all down. Like I like have fights in my head with people mm. and I was having this fight in my head with uh, Raquel. I don't know why, uh, but some moment within the last week. And I was imagining her being at the reunion and being like, everybody thinks just because I'm like pretty, I'm dumb. And it's like, <laughs> no, everybody on this show is really pretty, Raquel. You're yes. just and you're the only one they say this about. <laughs> like, <laughs> she has seemed to be so dumb. But yes. I was thinking on the Watch What Happens Live, that was the night when everything went down. But I watched before everything had gone down. I was like. Raquel is so much more self-possessed and mm. confident and well-spoken. Like she does not seem like the woman who last season couldn't even give a fucking toast. Like, yes. you, yeah, like she has been a completely different person over this season. So I feel like even when she's said ugly things this season, it's unclear if she's saying them because like, oh, she's like actually evil or if she's just so dumb, she doesn't realize they're evil. Like this yes. clip they keep teasing about uh, when she's like, when Lala's like, you drinking, I would not bring you around my man. And she's like, well, good thing you don't have a man to bring around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is where I think if you're willing to share one of the most interesting theories I've heard about the whole situation came from you in our group chat. And it's sort of on this topic. Yeah. Um, so I think that Raquel is the chat GPT that Vanderpump deserves. Like, I feel like she is not sentient. She has been built by consuming mm. uh, reams and reams of data of past Vanderpump scandals. And now she's just like spitting back um, what she's learned via code. Like she's not. Uh, so like you can't really blame her for her actions because she's like a robot. Mm -hmm. You know, she's ju she's just doing what she was taught to do based on the history of Vanderpump. 
but um, you can sort of understand why she's becoming even more malevolent than the rest of them. Because, you know, like all AI, they uh, eventually surpass the flawed human creatures that made them. It's West Hollywood world. And <laughs> I, I, this theory blew my mind because it's so true. It's like, for example, that clip where she's like, well, good thing you don't have a man. It's like she heard the data of you flirt with other people's boyfriends. So if I had a boyfriend, I wouldn't want him around you. And a human being would get defensive and either. Well, I guess an evolved human being would take that in and try to evaluate it. And then someone more like me would like immediately get defensive and, and argue. And Raquel took in the data and it was like a button went off that was like, verifiable verifiable and then she was like yeah that's true good thing you don't have a man yeah. because if he was around me i would flirt with him yeah she was like uh run this scenario i am dangerous however lala does not have a partner it's also interesting too because a lot of her a lot of her stuff on the show was stuff that like you're right it's like regurgitated previous storylines like she got two nose jobs just like Jax did and she left James and like went through this dramatic breakup just like Lala did. But then even it's like when Lala tries to talk to her about a breakup, like Raquel doesn't know. Someone was asking about someone was asking me recently about that theory. There's like a theory that like if there are aliens, we've probably already met them or something because it's like the likelihood would be that we've met them and they're among us or whatever. And, and someone asked have you ever met someone who seems like an alien? And I think, yes. I mean, no, I haven't met her, but I've consumed her and that's Raquel. Like, it's like, what's happening here? Like, and that's why it seems weird in the show because normally there is conflict over the smallest of comments and the smallest of comments are said to Raquel. And instead of like creating conflict, she just sort of is like, yes, that's the case. And then like proceeds anyway, like the whole thing with, Lala and Oliver on this recent episode is like Lala was in. She's like, I feel awkward about hooking up with Oliver because you seem to like him too. And Lala's like, Yeah, I do. And then she like goes and hooks up with him anyway. <laughs> it's just so blatant. No, yeah. That's why she seems so inhuman because it's like, if you heard anything out loud and you were a human being, if you heard what you were saying, you would make the opposite decision. Yes. But I feel like, I feel like, did you see that movie, Her? The yes. one. Okay. So, I, so remember how at first, she, uh, you know, the computer system is like, or the operating system is like having this relationship with Joaquin Phoenix. And then it turns out that like, she's become so sophisticated that she has to have like 20 million relationships mm. at the same time. And she's like speaking, you know, like different languages and is so highly evolved. Like, that's what I feel like happened with Raquel. Her like learning curve is so steep there's no way that she's human because she went from just being this person that was so dumb that it, do you remember that reunion where like all she could say was like, I'm too young and too pretty to deal with this. Yes. And it was like, okay. Like somebody taught her that line. All she could do is just repeat it to now this season hiding an affair for, you know, they keep saying that the reason why the, Coachella rumor about her and Schwartz got started was because somebody said Tom and Raquel were making out yes. of Coachella. So it goes back as far as Coachella, but mm. it, because it was actually about Schwartz. So like how that's like 
almost a year, right? It is. And, and that the sophistication of that too, when you think about it, that that was a diversion because something I read about that said that like Tom Sandoval and Raquel asked Schwartz to be like their fall guy because they were like, you can easily get out of it because you have like proof that you weren't even there at the Coachella thing. So they asked him to be the fall guy for that rumor so that they could cover up the affair. It's like, what? That is so how are these people capable of this? And I know that a man who can't come up with a better band name than Tom Sandoval and the most extras or a better restaurant name than Schwartz and Sandy's and Tom Tom, like, I don't think he's capable of that. I think, I think she must have taken over. And I think, like you said, it's like, yeah, she went from like having basically no storyline to having the most complicated, intense, incomprehensible. Like, this is the craziest intercast storyline that's ever happened on any Bravo show that I've seen. Cause I know there's stuff where it's like, Oh, like this, you know, real housewives of Miami, like Lisa's husband had an affair, but the intercastness of this has never happened before. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Bravo completist, so I can't speak to that, but I mean, this is clearly had a seismic effect all over the world. Like nobody can believe this. Nobody can wrap their heads around this. And like, I don't want to say that I think Raquel is is the the ringleader. Like, I definitely think she and Tom. I, I think Tom had like his share of like stupid input on right, right, in right. this. But if uh, Sandoval was the puppet master, this would not have like lasted as long as it did. You know, he could not pull off that alone. I think it would have been more like the Jacks Faith scandal where eventually it's like jack's lies for one and a half episodes and then eventually he's just like okay yeah i cheated on you with faith and then it's like he, he just couldn't do it anymore <laughs> i think it would be something like that I want true hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series you'll hear hannah einbinder and gene smart speak to their on-screen dynamic along with hacks writer and actor pat regan on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. But, okay, so so what are your predictions for the remainder of the season? Thoughts on the reunion? How do you think that this will ripple across the Vanderpump landscape? Well, I think they're in a tough position. I think that if Raquel is smart, which she's presented two sides, I don't know which to believe that she's going to lean heavily into this aspect of like being violated by having this video circulated. Yes. Because whether or not it was circulated, it seems like she's at least uh, going all in and that it was taken without her consent, which is Mm -hmm. like, I get how. Like, that is the only really human yes. part of this is, like, if I were in her situation and this had happened and there was a video of me, like, masturbating and it was everyone in America knew about it and, like, mm. we're just, like, jonesing to get it out there, I would be so humiliated and so paranoid about it, it getting out there. So I understand why she's, like, taking all this legal action. But so I see her leaning very heavily into, like, the even though she says she's not a victim, like the I got punched, mm. I got I got a uh, you revenge know porn. revenge porn, yeah, and like distancing herself from Sandoval, which apparently she already is. Apparently she's like ghosting Sandoval as he's trying to get in touch with her. I feel like Sandoval is is so you know how we all have this belief that we're like a good person even mm-hmm. when we're not a good person yes i feel like watching how that manifests in sandoval is such a lesson in like how much self-awareness we all lack because i think he's gonna go into it and sort of be confident that he can like explain his way out of it which is why he's done all like agreed to all this filming so far mm-hmm and he's just going to look like an asshole. But as far as the rest of them, I don't know. Like, I, I, the, nobody else has to defend themselves, clearly. But I don't know. It definitely has grossed me out a little bit how much I want our Ariana to feel a lot of support. But it also does feel like when someone you know dies and then everyone is like, oh, like, we were actually really close. And, like, I'm really. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. It totally feels like that. And it it kind of um, it is a little bit sad when you think about if you were in a situation like this and your closest friends to support you included Kristen Dowdy and Shayna, like Sheena, <laughs> like I that is hard. And I, I wish that Ariana had maybe kept up the improv comedy and could have or or just any hobby and just could have like more normal friends who came over. I don't know. Maybe she did or maybe she didn't. But I was wondering, watching, going back and watching old episodes, I wonder if they would, like a strategic move might be, because I agree that Sandoval is like 
these cult leaders who like film and record everything. And it's like, wait, why would you ever think that you should have footage of yourself playing volleyball at four in the morning, kissing everyone on the lips? Like, and, and why would, why would all of these people be drawn into it? Like he's yes. an equally, yeah. Confounding figure as Keith Raniere. You're just like, why do people like you? <laughs> but then Keith Ranieri like agrees to talk to the documentarians or whatever, because he thinks he'll be able to state his case. I think that's how Sandoval will be. I agree. And I wonder if he'll go back and watch old episodes because there is like a timeline of their relationship depicted in these episodes. And there's a lot of I think he's going to fall back on this very stereotypical gaslighty thing because there's so much of him in old seasons complaining that Ariana won't have sex with him. And there's like her talking about how she hates her vagina and she doesn't yeah, like sex. And, yeah. And like, <laughs> and unfortunately her <laughs> vagina is really gross. So yeah, it's disgusting. So he was totally uh, right to do what he did. <laughs> yeah. I think he's gonna. I think he's going to say something like Ariana and I hadn't connected in a long time and she was really depressed and I whatever, um, especially if Raquel is rejecting him now, because it sounds like there was a moment where there might have been a thing of like, I'm just in love. Like the affair was OK because I'm actually in love with Raquel. But if she rejects him and he's on his own, I think he's going to try to pull the like. Um, but how does he explain the screen recording? I mean, that's really the harder to justify offense. Yeah. I'm sure he would say he was just like holding on to it for himself. But the thing about him and Raquel trying to pull the like, we're in love, you know, so many people have brought up the the Lisa Vanderpump quote from last season about like the way you got him is how you'll lose him. Oh, yes. And it just seems like, you know, how can we turn a blind eye to Tom's pattern? And if, if, Raquel is to do the same, then then she truly is stupid. And like Tom must think we're truly stupid because like, you know, clearly he, you know, it, it was less involved, but he kissed Ariana before he broke up with Dodie and he like refused to break up with her, but like kept making the excuse that like their relationship was already over. And so it was okay to, for him to move on to Ariana. And if he's now just doing the same thing to Ariana, it's like, who can be on board with that, you know, during the reunion, if that's like the tactic that he tries to pull, which it seems like it'll be impossible for him to pull if Raquel's not backing it up. I cannot fucking wait to see how it all unfolds. I just feel like I can't go back to my normal life. I can't I know. talk to people who don't watch Vanderpump until then. Like, it's just it's it's like all of our lives are blowing up and we just need to hold on until the funeral. No. Okay. Any final thoughts? Any, any prayers? <sighs> you know, I just, I feel like you're, you're catching me on sort of like an upswing of this. You know, <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't felt like myself for days after this, after this yes. happened, I was like wandering around. I was like listening to like a lot of Elliot Smith. I was just mm. like feeling really sad uh and lost yeah um, and now with a week's perspective i'm i'm able to like have a little more fun with it but you know i think there's still a lot more to come like there's still going to be a lot more breaking yes. even before the reunion and so you know i just i just hope we all 
come out alive on the other side of it. I really like that perspective. It, it reminds me of, cause I've just gone through a breakup. Like people are like, how are you doing today? And I, I'll say something like I'm good right now because I know, I, I mean, that could change and, and in, Instagram posts can change everything. That's how we have to approach this. It's like, yes, we're good right now. But yeah. come Wednesday night. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Every time. Uh, yeah. Watching, watching this past week's episode was just, yeah, it was hard not to explode. So I hope everyone holds their group chats close right now. Um, and Hallie, I, I can't thank you enough for your time and your, your thoughts. Oh, thank you for having me. And, you know, peace be with you all out there. <laughs> peace be with you all. Thank you for listening and tune in next week. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.